This is the audio-only version of a video recap brought to you by the UR Team Number Podcast. For more information, go to yattencast.wordpress.com. Welcome to a brand new year and a brand new recap of all the old seasons of that we watched last year on the URT Number Podcast. My name is Michael Harmstone, and for the first time ever, joining me are the predictable but deserving Logan Saunders. I think Ben probably knows where the, Morning. these intros are going. The lady who proves once and for all that the foreign versions are better, Michelle Pierce-Denevin. Hello. And the guy who proves that all the most interesting and biggest characters come from New Zealand, Ben Powell. Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> and Eamon will be joining us when he can be bothered. He needs an escort, apparently. Doesn't shock me. <laughs> As with all our shows last year. <laughs> I've started on the uh, bagging on Eamon already. <laughs> I've not podcasted with him for seven months. As with all our shows last year, we're live for the next two hours, so please get in contact with us for your memories, opinions, and general snarkiness about all four seasons that we're covering. All-stars? All-stars? To quote Bethany Hamilton. Uh, Amazing Race Canada 2, Amazing Race Australia versus New Zealand, and Amazing Race 25. If you're watching on Google+, you can get your questions in. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, you can post comments underneath this video. And, of course, Twitter's using the hashtag YATNcast, which is visible when most of us are on the screen, excluding Logan, of course, because he can't be bothered. <laughs> I'm in quite a mean mood today, I don't know why. So, welcome back to Podcasting with Me, Michelle, for the first Hello. time in yeah. 13 months. The last what? time we did this, it was, um, yeah, I ended up having to go to bed and you just kept on going. Yeah, the, the last time we did this, me and Logan just decided to laugh a lot about the Black Family, for some reason. <laughs> I wasn't even in the picture. Yeah. Yes. Ben, ben is our temp. Yeah, Ben is our our temp. Whilst no one else has swanned off to travel Europe, and they're surviving the historian's model. Mm-hmm. So, so we are covering our four favourite seasons of the year, purely because they're the only ones we watched, and just generally recapping it for anyone who. Uh, the, it like the plague, like you would do with uh, Major S24, which I would have done if I wasn't podcasting about it. Let's be honest. So, <laughs> shall we get the shit show out of the way first? <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> Let us begin. Let us begin. So. Uh, before, at the start of each season, I will uh, quote what Ben said on the recaps of the uh, seasons when he did the poll. So, coming from a franchise that held the most successful and well-put-together all-star season of any reality show on television, we got this seven years later. A cast filled with three peaks, questionable casting choices, a route so simple it could be com- completed by the gutsy grannies, the winners going from mildly popular to immensely unpopular, as revealed by the contestants' poll, the non-winners being polarising and generally... One of, uh, just one of, if not the most worst seasons of The Amazing Race ever put together. 4.41 out of 10. Of course, I IGN... Sword, still <laughs> no, of course, IGN would have given it at least 7.85 and too much water, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> still annoyed about that. I'm still defending my, my Pokemon honor. Though I'm not wearing Pokemon the current references, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, to to be fair, as I did warn you, we are going to be going through some of the uh, some of my favourite one-time jokes as well because you know they didn't get the love they deserved. Although I know Logan's already spoiled one of them. So, so do, we, I think, do, um, do we really have to talk about the season? 
Well, I think I think it sort of capped it off when, you know, right on the mat, Bopper couldn't do it and Mallory had to join Mark and it was just like a car crash. You couldn't help looking at it, but it just wasn't working. And me um, for me, Mallory's, I don't know, her whole persona went down for me and, um, yeah, that was it. Let me be the first to say, I don't have no clothes! <laughs> you can do it a little louder. I don't think I heard you in Scotland. There's no one down there today, as you might guess. <laughs> I'm literally home alone. <laughs> so I can just... Holy Culkin. Yeah. Uh, I have set up traps for various New York stereotype uh, thieves. Robbers. <laughs> Of course. But, but yeah, I, th I think it it was quite apparent on the uh, two episodes that we podcasted about Mark and Mallory. I am quite a big fan of Mallory. I am not a big fan of Bopper and Mark. Never have been. So to see her have to get dragged down by him really quite disappointed me. I, d I do think Mallory is one of the most enthusiastic racers we've ever seen. Even when she was climbing through piles of manure, she was still had a beaming smile on her face. And that does go a long way. It actually goes back to the uh, argument I was making on Reddit about Amy and Maya winning. The editors want to make characters they like, like Amy and Maya, who won, or Mallory, who didn't, twice, three times, um, seem really genuinely appreciative to be there and just enjoying the experience, even if they don't win. And sadly, we don't get many races who are like that anymore. I mean, Mallory yeah. never did a lap of the pit stop or made a ridiculous face when she was told that she was not eliminated, like Maya did. But she did make a ridiculous face when it came to Snapple, though. <laughs> Have you seen that screenshot? I love that. <laughs> that is Mallory. I've seen it a couple times, I think. <laughs> oh, it's, it's the, probably the reason Snapple have never sponsored The Amazing Race since, but I love it. It's just like, yay, we get a, a Snapple-related trip. Oh, shit, it's awful. <laughs> better than breakfast in bed though <laughs> I, I completely forgot about that till I was screen capping that episode yesterday the fact that I'll be the naysayer and say that I enjoyed both Mallory and Mark in their original seasons like in season 20 it's sort of like it was sort of like a desolate place for finding anything enjoyable there so like even if the story, even if it was like a sub story, it was like, well, you know, it's not harming anyone. It's like, you know, they're just racing. They're not like, they're not vilifying anyone for you for not using race twists or for daring to have an argument or anything like that. Like they, it's just like, as much as I did, as much as I do rag on season twenty in general for not really having enough drama, but like, um, I didn't, I didn't appreciate. There wasn't really that much drama in the first place, but I did appreciate. I didn't really appreciate when Branch was star drama all the time. But I did appreciate it when Mark Bopper were like staying out of drama because it was just like pointless drama, really pointless drama. I, mean, I, I know you can say pointless about everything, everything on the Amazing Race or any reality television in general, but still. I think I am the exception to the rule with Mark and Bopper. I think, as with quite a few teams, I don't like them. Quite a lot of people do. But. When I heard that Mark and Mallory were going to be teamed up, I my heart sank for her because she didn't deserve it. In my humble opinion. I liked Mark and Bopper. 
And even now, Bopper wants to get on. He still wants to have another go. Um, and he's so disappointed he didn't get to do it. But, yeah, that, that teaming was just... Hello, guys. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Hey, man. You know how they can... that, that made my ears bleed. <laughs> you know how they can... <laughs> yeah, I was, I was stuck on the topic there. Sorry about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just, oh, I've I've missed Eamon's random noises. <laughs> yeah, like that. What so, are you guys talking about? What did I miss? Amazing Race 24. We're just uh, talking about how horrible Mark is, basically. Uh, jo- <laughs> and joining even, us, even before he ain't got no clothes. I ain't got no clothes. Uh, <laughs> so joining us, you might have guessed from that ridiculous noise, is the guy who went from mildly popular to mentally unpopular in a single season. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I had a, a bit too remarked, and it would have uh, sounded much better if you know you joined at the time. And then Natalie and Nadia went out first, and so that was even more disappointing. At least Natalie and Nadia got vindication in uh, Survivor. I'm pretty sure uh, that she got <laughs> <laughs> It's Hayward. Yeah. <laughs> I was adjusting my microphone. I was adjusting my microphone. It's like a, it's like a fucking helicopter. <laughs> it's like the police are searching for someone over my house. <laughs> 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 anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've, I've missed just being casually mean to him. Um, I don't know what was I saying. Oh yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure that uh, that Natalie just used her winnings to buy a house for her and Nadia anyway. So it's not going to be. Uh, she's not going to have lost out of it really. And they're now. Oh, they're chained together. They'll never. Exactly. Oh my god, you idiot! I want a million dollars, you idiot! Can someone do Nadia and Nadia accent, please? Logan, I know you like to do accent. Can you, can you try to, you know, do something for us? Logan? Yeah, yeah Logan. <laughs> He's up asleep. It's weird. Yeah. You didn't even hear what I said. I'm, I'm not even sure if Logan knows where he is right now. He's just. <laughs> I know where I am. <laughs> I just. It's, it's, he's just got it's that. Two, huh? two thirty a.m. Yeah, the audio is just tough. It's two thirty a.m. in the morning. So what else was there about twenty-four that sucked that we haven't talked about? Uh, Joey and Megan basically phoning in. Yeah, that's good. That's good enough. Because Joey sucks automatically, and then in this season, Megan sucked. Yeah, yeah. Yet again, not a fan of their work, but uh, was kind of happy to see them go out so early, especially as Eamon was basically directly directly responsible for it. Uh, yeah, I actually, I have to be honest. Like, actually, season twenty-four, I didn't remember that much, but it was too worse, like the worst ever, and I didn't even remember like. The only thing I remember about 24 is that I went to my hometown. 
then after that, pretty much I forgotten everything about the internet. And I need to check back because it didn't just like, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't even like feel to feel like to remember it. Another bullshit thing from 24. Brenchel got saved by non-illumination. Uh, that that's a good that's thing. Awesome. I, I completely disagree with that. Could um, you not just yeah. delay it one more round and have, give yeah. me the victory screen cap of seeing Brenchel yeah, eliminated? Yeah, my, my favorite team. <clears throat> yeah, but then, 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 it'd be like a Dave, then it'd be like a Dave and Connor, Afghanimals, and Caroline Jeff for the final three, and that's like worse. Did Luke actually have... That's the question. Yeah, animals. Would, Ma- would Margie and Luke have caught up? Because they probably would have got, the sp- got a speed bump in like six if that happened. No, they were just imploding, those two. No, nowhere near as bad as it was unfinished business. <laughs> but, you apologize. To qu- <laughs> oh, I'm going to go for a really low blow here. Uh, uh, so that man right to, to quote the Wild Thorn, Bruce, Luke was having a smashing time. <laughs> oh, okay, yes. <laughs> i got to say, I didn't, I didn't mind them as much in this season, if only because, like, we didn't get, like, a confet thousands of confessional every episode. Oh, Luke is so inspirational. Marjorie's so strong. They can do no wrong whatsoever. Yeah, I I mean, I have the same sort of feelings on them as I have on the Cowboys. I liked them in their first season. Didn't like them in Unfinished Business. Quite liked them in All Stars because they weren't horrible. Yeah, but the Cowboys are always horrible, so I don't know what you're talking about. The, the Cowboys at least did not say anything offensive on screen this time. But you know. Oh. Wait, <laughs> never mind. They probably did not go to the uh, <coughs> the mandatory rest period and call Luke names. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How are you doing, right? uh, Ben? Like, I'm fine. This is I shaved this off. It's not like cancer or anything. <laughs> yeah. He's going with the Richard Herrera look from Amazing Race Asia 4. <laughs> ben is having much more trouble with certain bogans rather than uh, the Cowboys now, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I know that guy. The Cowboy fans are worse than the Cowboys themselves. Yeah, are the bogans worse than the Cowboy fans, though? Mm, probably, yeah. Team Bogan. Hashtag Team Bogan. Gosh, she did the right. Aussie accent well. From listening to too much Hamish and Andy. <laughs> and from hearing Jared shout the word, Stop bloody sliding! All the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty much close. Yeah, full, full disclosure, I did shout that at work a couple of weeks ago. Stop bloody sliding! Now, do you think Caroline and Jennifer would have got to the final two if they didn't have all those saves along the way? Probably not, especially if they didn't have Dave and Connor there. If Dave and Connor were replaced with someone like Andy and Tommy, Andy and Tommy would not have let them latch up. Yeah. 
which you know would have been. Wait, well, they're all Christians, so it could be like a Christian alliance. Mm, I I don't think that they probably would, <laughs> knowing how <laughs> Andy and Tommy raced. At least. Smugly and condescendingly, I agree. <laughs> oh no, we've got Ben started on Amazing Race 19. Better we like the reference. Bill and Kathy! <laughs> yes! Oh, Knew I could love Ben into Yes! Anyway, we were talking about 20, 24 at one point. Thank you, Ben, for I love that, that reference. TV series. I, I'm actually quite proud of the fact that I just managed to engineer that. <laughs> you were trying hard. Yeah, I was. You're right. Too hard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right, do we want to talk about flight time and Big Easy? Uh, Not really, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> they were in, they in this season? All these teams, <laughs> they suck. All these teams suck. That's the problem. I forged yeah, about Hey, yeah, stop yeah, moving I, your I, microphone, please. I, I don't. No, I don't. Sounds like a chopper no. flying overhead. I didn't even do anything. <laughs> Hashtag Malaysian chopper. <laughs> so is that it for twenty-four? Are there any questions for twenty-four, Michael? Uh, <laughs> I, th I think we need to get on to Ben talking about David Connor actually. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was oh dear. Yeah, some comments about that. Then. I didn't have anything. I didn't have anything. I didn't have anything planned for David Connor. Oh, I'm disappointed. It was inappropriate. I got to wait for you to get through the other teams first. Like, like how apparently Jessica and John are one, are one of the top eleven teams in Amazing Race history. No, Jessica Anders. <laughs> I didn't get that reference, so yeah, I want to stay fresh. But, yeah. Coincidentally, uh, apparently Anders is appearing in PNR, I think it is this season, Logan. Is that the PNR or committee? Okay, uh, yeah. Parks and Rec? Yeah. Yes. That's it. That was <laughs> the last time to discuss, <laughs> except for Dave and Connor. Actually wearing a PNR like, t-shirt today as well. So that's like uh, every team this season we've spent like 50, 30 seconds on. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> The only thing we haven't discussed is like uh, Leo and Jamal, Afghan animals. Yeah, I mean, they were the saving grace of the season. They gave us a team to actually... I was thinking there. the exact same words. If, yeah. if they hadn't have been there, I doubt it would have achieved 4.41. Which is oh, hilarious to say. I was rooting for them towards the end. Yep, same. Just, just like in episode two, I was rooting for Mallory to uh, punch Mark in the face, but, you know, didn't happen. Is it depressing to have the last nine teams that were left in the that the Afghanimals were the only bearable team left? Yeah. The highlight with this season is Mark and Mallory and that's it. After that, there's really nothing to go. I think it's blatantly obvious. No yeah, I think it's blatantly obvious after Amazing Race 24 that the producers were told never, Tuck ever, Tuck. ever get complacent again. Because you will get cancelled if you do that now. 
I'd say they were like tied for the. I'd say they were tied for the most like bearable team of the season, if only because like Frenchel had a pretty big public turn, public image turnaround this season. Like I know I know you guys aren't really fans of them, and in three out of four uh, seasons I'm not fans of them because. But like in this in this season in particular, I like you know. It, it's just that everything just came together, and I like wanted them to. I just wanted them to succeed and win the stuff. So like, yeah. But like, if only, only because their opposition was just so bad, so bad. Dave and Connor, oh my god. Uh, got a question for you, Regan? You want some cookies? <laughs> okay. Well, I, I've got to say, you know, I'm going to say I like Ben and Connor. Yeah, yeah, me too. As well. I'm, I'm thinking about Ben, Dave and Connor, and Ben hates Dave and Connor. But um, you know what? I look past all the stupid things that Dave said, and you know, take them for a, a good racing team. To be fair, I, I quite like Dave and Connor anyway, but yeah. they yeah. weren't the old ones who called Dave old. Because in the infamous Tuk Tuk Task, which I do now have to put a screen cap up of it just for Logan, uh, I, it was one of Leo and Jamal, I think it was Jamal, who said that Dave had an AARP card. So there was constant references, not just from Dave and Connor, about Dave being old. Mm-hmm. It's up on it a lot more when Dave said it. Do they ever reference his Achilles? Um, once or twice. It was it's just, a subtle okay, theme through the season. I'll start on David Connor now. Like <laughs> there we I are. Can, I, can, I, can, I can understand if you're a fan of. I can understand being a fan of them, like on a, on like an objective level that we're doing here. If you like, you know, if they were like a well-edited team that got a lot of you know depth and explanation as to life. But basically, that we didn't get any of that for both for like either of their one and a half seat any of their one and a half seasons they spent on the race. We got like. The first season was cancer, 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 Achilles, 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 out of the race. The second season was Achilles, 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 Achilles. Uh, how dare that, Rachel? You tell me I'm a, I'm a six-year-old man. That's inappropriate. Ra ra ra. I'm gonna I'm gonna ex- I'm gonna like you know drag this out for the rest of the race because I'm a bitter old man who can't handle anyone doing anything against me. Ra ra ra. Anyway, it's <laughs> like if you. It's it's fine to like that, but I can't I can't I can't really see anyone I can't like a team like that unless they have like a well fleshed out personality. I can understand the sub I can I'm fine with sub story like Mark and Bobber that they had the sub story of season twenty, but I was fine with that because they had you know well defined personalities and they had a bit of backstory. But basically all we got was that I once had I once had cancer I once had I once had cancer too I once broke my Achilles tendon on the race. Rachel is a mean old oh that was I, that's lived out. <laughs> I apologise to any of our uh, more sensitive viewers there for Ben's use of the word mean. Yes. Uh, Savage. It's it's Scotland's problem. Let's blame Ben. Yeah, Ben, go sit on the door, she said. I must say that that Jared's um, chatting to Ben seems to have worked well for us, given that Ben's just going to rant about every season. Now it's going to be hilarious. Yes! Not every uh, season, just just the ones that deserve it and the teams we, that deserve it. We do have a uh, listener question from Eleanor Singer who wants to know what are your thoughts on the final four of US seasons 24 and 25. We'll get to 25 in a bit, but 
What are our thoughts on US season 24? I would have liked Leo and Jamal to win. Yeah, I would like Leo and Jamal to win too. Unfortunately, history does look at itself. I mean, if we're talking about uh, sort of image rehabilitation, Leo and Jamal are kind of the poster children for that, I think. Because they were not well liked in 23, but at least by other teams. And they had a complete 180. They were probably the most popular team outside of Dave and Connor from all the other teams, and probably the at least top two of the most popular teams of Amazing Race 24. Well, that's a feat of accomplishment. Yeah, but at, at least they were actual popular teams instead of, say, bringing, uh, bringing back the Cowboys or Margie and Luke just to wind up Ben. Weren't you the one saying that being the most popular team in a shit season doesn't mean anything? Yeah, true. <laughs> what does, that only, does that only apply to Brenchel? Yeah, that only applies to Brenchel. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about imagery rehabilitation here rather than, you know, being the best of a bad lot, which they are. Uh, and also, funnily yeah, enough, we've still not seen uh, Brenchel or Leo and Jamal in the uh, poll, have we, Ben? Um... <laughs> What poll? Your poll. We don't have to mention the name. Oh, right. The one, that, the, one that will, the one that will make no sense to people who are watching this from Reddit. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> ben, Ben's mm. been running a poll on uh, one of the fan groups that we're all a member of uh, for ranking the teams and ranking the seasons. And uh, Major Race 24 obviously came bottom because it was a crap season. And I believe we've seen nine of the Major Race 24 teams so far. We're up to number... Well, I'm up to number fourteen with uh, number fifteen with you now, Anna, but you've posted up to twenty-three. I think, yeah. The the there's Leon, Leon Jamal. The top three are Leon Jamal, Brendan and Rachel, and Natalie and Nadia, which really says a lot about the season. <laughs> I love that the first boots are like top, top two. We're not even up to like the. We're not even up to the, like. We're only like like number twenty-three, and we're not even like halfway through yet. Yeah. Ah, isn't that isn't that such a great season? Great season. <laughs> Also, also, can I just give a shout out? I know it was a terrible season, but there was a great task in Seville with Rachel and the Bulls. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty fun. <laughs> I, I was watching that last night to do screen caps for the podcast, and it did make me laugh. Mainly Rachel's reaction: that, "Hey, I'm a girl. You can't push me over." Wow. <laughs> Remember, running with the bulls is not a woman's job, according to Rachel Riley. Oh, I just, I just remembered that, like, apparently, apparently, Dave and Connor, Dr. Dave and Connor, are allowed to like misdirect people or use race twists to hinder someone else. But if Rachel dares to use the U-turn on them, why? That, that, they're awful people. They're hypocrites. That, that's inappropriate. Rah, rah, rah. To, to quote yeah. um, one team from Major Race Canada, they are hypocrites. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> rent. <laughs> I don't like this season, but you already knew that. I don't think anyone likes this season, Ben. I don't think anyone who actually recapped this season liked this season. I don't think anyone that watched this season liked it. So, which international version should we go for next? Did we? Uh, did we get everyone on the uh, on the final four thing? I don't think we got Logan. Yeah. Or me. Talk about the final four thing then, if you want. 
Yeah. Final four of 24. Is it a good one? Is it really not? Where did it rank uh, on your rankings of top fours? Probably, probably down the bottom, but like it had Branchel, which I, who I was cheering for, Leon Jamal, who I, who I wanted to win if, if Brendan and Rachel didn't, Caroline and Jennifer, who I w- would have wanted to win just so David Connor didn't win, and David Connor, who had, you know. <laughs> not, not Ben's favourite people, mm. shall we say. And Logan? I don't think we had Logan's thoughts. If he's still, uh, if he's still awake. I like Leo and Jamal. The tasks were horrendous. Connor's okay. That's about it for what I think about the 24, that's for sure. I would have preferred to talk about 24 that was airing right after season 24 of Amazing Race aired, but yeah, that's about it. Alright, well, are we done with the season? Yep. Should we... Can we, never, yep. can we never discuss it again? Ever? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we, we can make the uh, the occasional reference to it uh, when we rag on 26, but other than that, I think 24 is officially in the books now. Um, do we want to talk about Canada or Australia next? Which one I had first? Uh, Canada. Let's go Canada. Do Canada. Oh, Canada. Uh, so, proving once and for all that the best foreign editions of popular US versions shows are always the second season. Hey, Star Australia 2. Hey, Big Brother Canada 2. Amazing Race Canada came in and blew all misgivings away with an energetic cast, finally leaving Canada, unique casting choices, and overall just a fantastic season that still managed to be great, despite the leftover twists from the alien US version of the time. Keep in mind, Major Race 24 had just finished airing. It holds some of the most popular teams ever and came a predictable number two to Major Race 25's number one. 8.69 out of 10. So. Right. Should we start with the teams or the legs? I know which one I want to start with because my love of a particular team is quite well. Well, no, 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 <laughs> we'll save them for last, Michael. That'll... No, there's one team so we have to save for last. Long. Yeah, we have to save a particular team for last, Logan, and you know why. Your treat for getting through this class. <laughs> There's we all know about your love of Charlotte and Abila, Mike. There is one team who we need to foger about. All right, go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can we see? Can we what, Logan? Charlotte's injury? Do we have that screen? I don't, actually. Uh, I'll do it. I might be able to present it, actually. I'll see if I've got it screen capped. <laughs> Talk about yourselves while okay. I, uh, I check my uh, my files. So this is really good, wasn't it? Really good. No, I've not got it. No. I do have everyone's favourite screen cap from uh, the premiere of Major Race Canada 2, though. Which is, of course, hashtag like Bubuke. Yay! <laughs> because it, if there's anything we wanted to see again, it's an Olympian <laughs> puking. Yes, Olympian vomit. How can I forget? <laughs> See, at least with Canada, I could just look through my, what I actually screen cap when we were podcasting about it, yes. and, then just, and then just put it into overlays when it made me laugh again. Which is what she I did. She threw up seven. <laughs> Didn't she throw up on so her, way, her way down? So, 17 times. 17 times. 
Actually, I'm pretty sure she she actually threw up when skydiving, which is not going to be an appealing thing. Did she have to do her makeup again afterwards when she got back on the ground? I'm wondering. I'm probably. I'm pretty certain, actually. Yeah. I mean, how many times did I talk about the amount of eye makeup she had on? It was just incredible. Surprisingly, I don't actually have a uh, any other screen cap of Natalie and Megan lined up than Olympian Puke. Because there really isn't much to talk about with them, apart from, yay Olympics, this is the semi-finals, this is like being in the gold medal match. The five-hole. The five-hole, which, which is classic. They're actually like my, fav- they're like my fa- favorite um, non-Suki and Jinder team of the season, actually. <laughs> I- yeah. It's probably like a it's probably like a huge toss up between uh yeah uh Suki and Jinder, Natalie and Megan, Ale and Adre. Hey, I did it, back off. Uh Ale and Adre, uh Cormac and Nicole, and Charlotte and Avila as my five as my five hundred tens of the season. I completely forgot like, how yeah, yeah. we we forge A about them already, Michelle. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, I forgot how much I loved dude. And then Andrea. Just as I'd forgotten how much I enjoyed uh, uh, Kelly and Hennedy with uh, Major Ross Australia versus New Zealand. Kelly and Hennedy. Hennedy. I still don't know why Grant went South African, and it, it amuses me to this day. And I might have uh, been, watched a couple of definitions when doing the screen catch yesterday just to hear Grant say the words, Callan Hennedy. Okay, a couple of times. Maybe he's trying to say Sean Hennedy. Um, obviously, screwed up. obviously, Charlotte and Nabila are the most fully-fledged female-female team we have ever seen. They, are, they were the people's champions and were robbed very early. Said nobody ever. <laughs> I've got to disagree with that. I'm going to go, oh, Charlie Horse, Charlie Horse. I can't do it anymore, sorry. <laughs> and we're being horrible about Charlie and Avila again. Uh, just like old times. I think... I shall, I'll, can I provide a rebuttal to the Natalie and Megan thing? Yeah, go on. I think it's like a pretty, pretty huge disgrace to like... um. I think it's like a pretty huge disgrace to like just look at the fact that they won like eight legs, seven legs. Which one was it? Seven, it was. Yeah, I think it's pretty huge discredit to like just just look at them and think, oh, oh, they won a lot of legs. They're dominant and boring because like they had like a pretty a lot of character moments. They like fought a lot between each other. They like um, like I remember they like I there was a few, a few break. Down. I don't. Uh, I know I'm trying to defend them. I'm not doing a very good job of it. But, like they had a, they won a lot. Okay, whatever that sound was. <laughs> they were a lot better than you give me the credit for. Like I know I wasn't able I wasn't around to like take notes during the season and just like rattle off Nelly and Megan moments off the top of my head like I could Suki and Jinder. But still, I think it's they're a hugely entertaining team that I wanted I really, really wanted to see win over the you know, the one the teams that end, ended up in the final three with them. Um <laughs> I think Natalie and Megan probably have the least screen caps of any team from me. Purely because they were just they were just too dominant in a way, but the big asterisk for me with their placement or their number of leg wins is the fact that 
and they, the producers actively recruited a, a Olympian team and didn't realize that that would probably make them win a lot. They wanted. They did, they did, they did, they made, they did in the U.S. one. They, Andy and Tommy. Yeah, but they were proper Olympians. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, back to uh, Amazing Race season nineteen. Oh. Thanks, man. <laughs> I love being Blackson. <laughs> oh my gosh. Fun fact. Did they, I, find, did they find out that the Olympics is pres- isn't presided over by Jesus and quit at the last minute? <laughs> fun fact. I am d- seeing how many times I can get the Bill and Kathy screen cap in here purely to see how many times it'll come up on the recommended thumbnail for the uh, video. <laughs> well, we all have our fetishes. But yeah, they deliberately recruited a team of Canadian Olympians to capitalise on the Sochi Olympics, and then thought, oh, this isn't going to end badly. They're not going to l- win a lot of legs. And then you don't win The only st- stipulation is that one of them had to have a broken hand. Yeah, and then they had to Very mention specific. it almost as much as uh, Dave mentioned his Achilles. No, no, they didn't. They, did, really in, they did in 24. <laughs> Dave's Achilles actually wasn't mentioned as much as you remember it being. That was... Does mention more than the hand. Um, so Mickey and Pete going trouserless were our winners. Boo! I want to say I would have wanted to say Ryan Rob win more than them. Talking of Ryan Rob, Logan and I have seen their bar. Yes, we walked by their bar in Vancouver because it was about three. Not a lot going on there. One of the hotels. And that, that was a, a nice surprise because I did Google it beforehand. <laughs> ding, ding, indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see Tar Canada, Eamon? Uh, Eamon's um, got an issue. Yeah, so uh, Eamon, if you stay and talk, if not, don't. <laughs> Do you just think picking him? Uh, Mickey and Pete are like a Canadian version of the um, American. Um, God, what was going to say? Hippies. Hippies. Yeah. But I do think Picky and Meat are um, <laughs> <laughs> are the Canadian version of uh, of BJ and Tyler. But I think they were probably less vilified than BJ and Tyler were. Yeah. Them. That is true. There is a very polarizing reaction to the hippies. Whereas I, I think prefer the... BJ and, I prefer BJ and Tyler from like a television perspective, but I reckon Mickey and Pete would be cool to hang out with. So I think that. I think Mickey and Pete were probably a lot more popular than um, with casual fans. Not with Ben, obviously, but it's it's not it's not that I hate them. It's just that they're like the one team in the final six I didn't want to win. So. So, so you wanted uh, the Forgers to win over that? I wouldn't have minded. <laughs> that would have been a hilarious thing because John would have had to try and do a match out with them at the end. <laughs> you see the next exit Thank you, merci. You we yeah. won. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. <laughs> That's boring. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's Kazakhstan or whatever. Yeah, Kazakhstan. No one, Quebec. It's no one near. It's no, not even near a country settled by France. Basically the same place. Yes. What? Well, one's a place hated by uh, most of the countries, and the other one is Kazakhstan. <laughs> so uh, can we just take a second to express how bad we feel about Eamon's or Eamon's, uh, microphone troubles this evening? He has just left us. Yeah, well, he he did say on the uh, group chat, guys, I'll be back in ten minutes. Something is up. So, oh, he'll be I, back then. Yeah, I wasn't just being rude to him by saying if you're going to talk, stay. Otherwise, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Left sure, you, you try to you trying to spin that whatever you want, Michael. We're on to you. He did say it about ten seconds, or about a minute, probably before uh, I said that to him. Chat room manipulation. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, it was the editing. So um, we also had Canadian Team Guido, or Rex and Bob, and just like Team Guido, yeah. they're quite active on Twitter. I'd probably call it. I'd probably say they like the. Um, not necessarily the um, Canadian tank where like Canadian. I'd say the Canadian Tom and Terry. Yeah. Or maybe a cross between both of them. Well, they got the Guido intro of posing with their dog drinking wine. Mhm. But so that's obviously what they were pitching them as. Mm. And then the second like happened. <laughs> Can we just talk about how bullshit that was? Poor, poor Sean. Lasted. So odd to see. But it's so odd to see an injury mixed with. But I mean, we had that. Double quitting in LA. So, so you feel bad for one guy, and then you want to just hate the other team that quit. Everything in the same round. Nicholas Hoopin fell in the fire. And Janu quit in the same episode of Survivor. It's just something that would have very extreme reactions. We seriously have not seen a team double quit in a leg for a long while, if ever. Did they quit though? Well, Rex and Bob did, yeah. Oh, right, double quit, yeah. They quit two tasks. They, two tasks. They quit the the surfing and the roadblock because they couldn't be asked. Well, Rachel and Dave completed completed the leg without ever completing the detour or the roadblock. Yeah, that was that was because of the express pass and, if I remember rightly, using up all the bottles, which got them a penalty. They didn't quit the task with the express pass; they just used the express pass. I didn't say they quit. I just said they they went through oh, the yeah. entire leg without without completing a task. Yeah, it was quite impressive. Hmm. Uh, so who haven't we talked about yet? Oh yeah, Cormac and Nicole. Are they still creepy, Michael? <laughs> yes, they are still creepy. The creepy workouts are still creepy. <laughs> Didn't Nicole retweet us saying she's creepy? Or they're creepy? I'm I pretty sure we We got a lot of retweets from other Canadians that's the, that season. Yeah. I did anyways. Yeah, I didn't. I thought, I thought she retweeted um, Logan's tweet about her being in a threesome with Mrs. Mickey and Pete. <laughs> yes, yes, she did. She did. <laughs> she... 
And in fact, she uh, that was hilarious. She thought it was a thing to discuss on social media. In fact, I do have it as a note. Just like Mickey and people mean well. I do have a um, a note for Mickey and Pete that is simply they were in relationships with both Nicole and Wancy at one point. <laughs> because in the oh, in the whiskey dicks uh, task, they did say, uh, well, whichever one of them it was who did the robot said, uh, "Sorry, girls, we got to run. We got to go meet our boyfriend, John Montgomery." Fact. Also, I'm very surprised we've not made a immature whiskey dicks reference yet. I'm quite disappointed in us. <laughs> Low hanging fruit. I was, I was, oh. yeah, I was looking through my notes for right. uh, from Canada and and simply saw in, in quotes whiskey dicks snigger. <laughs> Nothing more. <laughs> Is that the one yes. club where they did the? It is where they did the rock. <laughs> it, it task with Rex having. <laughs> yeah, it actually may, may is even funnier given that uh, Stephen Lynch did a song called Whiskey Dick that is you know as it sounds. This is the first song from his musical Steve exclamation point. Mhm. Uh, who else haven't we talked about? Laura and Jackie? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I completely forgot Moving about on. that. <laughs> I don't even remember uh, them. Every other team came in. Laura and Jackie was the only team that... I am... I'm Are just wasn't coming to mind at all. Seriously. I am pretty sure uh, that uh, Laura and Jackie are the only team in my notes where I don't actually have anything on them. Because they didn't do anything. Even in their elimination leg, it's just like, oh, they're that's just FBA. Yeah, but that was. Terrians like me, was, and they ignored actually. them completely at the halfway point. They are purple Laura and Jackie. Oh, yeah. That's why I don't remember them at all. Even looking at them, I don't remember them. Yeah, fun fact. Uh, Jackie is actually the one that Jared from Major Race Australia versus New Zealand modeled his look up. <laughs> nah, she's too butch. For, she's too butch for that. Uh, and uh, I do three caps that is simply labelled butch. I'm just gonna leave uh, those little people on the screen. <laughs> One on the right needs a bit of pressed powder and some makeup. <laughs> uh, um, so I think we talked about all the teams from Maze Race Canada. No, we didn't. We didn't. Oh, we forged one, didn't we? No, you forgot. But <laughs> you really, did, you really forgot you haven't discussed them yet. Thank, thank, you. thank you for setting me up. Suki and Jinder, best team ever. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's see, what screen caps do I have of them? Oh, just the well, Probably a million. Just, just the important one made into the overlay for this one. <laughs> the naked one. Have your parents found your scrapbook? <laughs> Logan, it's not a scrapbook. Look of, of Suki and Jin. Yeah, it's not a scrapbook, it's a shrine. Are they your favourite team of all amazing races? They're up there. <laughs> 
for, for pure unintentional hilarity, they are up there. Which is actually because they have no concept of which way is downstream or upstream. <laughs> they are the only team ever to block the en- exit to a start line. They went Nicholas naked as siblings on Jinder's birthday. Yeah, I was about to say Nicholas and Dahl and Masonry's 12 at the yeah. Playboy Mansion there where they blocked the entrance. Oh, yeah, I forgot about them, they don't matter. <laughs> okay, they're the... They're the only recent team to block a start line. <laughs> they're just, they were just so unintentionally hilarious. Oh yeah, and pulling a Fran and Barry in Hong Kong as well. I forgot about them. I all the other teams to a sprint to the front car at the starting line in Amazing Race 12. Well, the, th- the thing is, they were so underrated with the other teams. The guy is 69 years old. They're Frank Real. Both, both Suki, Suki, Suki. Yeah, Who's both. Jinder? Suki? Oh, oh, yeah, and uh, it's going down, no. Suki and Jinder. It's going down, Suki and Jinder. For <laughs> <laughs> okay, that weird relationship they had with one of the producers, now that was creepy. <laughs> and that producer's been mysteriously disappeared. Are we allowed to tell that story, Michael? Yes, we are, because it's amazing. <laughs> A couple of weeks before um, before I went to Canada, I was ended up somehow getting into a conversation on Facebook about uh, about Amazing Race Canada with one of the editors, and it was the it might have even been the week of the fast forward where Suki and Jinder went naked with each other, and uh, he was telling me how they how the editor's office have a lot of uncensored pictures of that task, which. Is creepy. And then... And then he got couple, fired. Yeah, a couple of days later, he got... Well, he mysteriously disappeared from Facebook, and I'm assuming he got fired. So, you know, Yattencast getting editors fired since 2014. <laughs> At least yeah, we accomplished one thing this year. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, so, yeah, Suki and Jinder are a legendary team. In summary. <laughs> In summary, the season was awesome except for except when except when they didn't win. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they're the only team that in my notes I've ever in last and bullshit. Because that leg was hella lenny. The only I think it would have been better if they went more places overseas, but otherwise it was it was good. I think well even if they stick to this model of two-thirds in Canada, one-third abroad, I'm pretty sure we're going to get a UK leg this time, at least. Yeah. Because Canada does have very strong links to the UK. They should come they to Australia. Yeah, I mean, even if they just stuck to Commonwealth countries now, they don't need visas, so they can surprise them with them. Could have the UK, could have Australia, could have New Zealand. And they would almost certainly send them to Queenstown to do various extreme sports if they went to New Zealand. Sounds like a good plan for the future. That should be a major race Canada producer. It would suck if they go back to being more domestic for the third season. That would be a huge mistake. How much more of Canada can they really show? 
I think it is going to be. They've gone to every single province and territory, and some of the provinces have already had four legs there. So they pretty much, I, they've, there's only about two or three cities I could think of at the end of the second season that they haven't visited within Canada yet. I, yeah, I think we're probably going to see them go full international either this year or next year. Because they'll almost certainly still be the highest rated Canadian show again. Yeah, as many people were watching Tar Canada as the number of people. watching the Masonry's 24 numbers. Yeah, pretty much. And the they, same amount in, as in Canada as there was in the US, or? Yeah, like for Masonry, for Masonry's twenty four, there was about I think, or Mason, maybe maybe it was a Masonry's twenty five, where there was about five and a half million Americans. But when Tar Canada two was airing here in Canada, there was three point five million Canadians watching it. And considering the states oh. has ten times more people living there compared to Canada, that is a huge deal. They should really just like import all all U.S. reality shows over to Canada, right? Like Big Brother was good, Amazing Race is good. I heard The Bachelor is good. I survive, so that can be good I'm too. I'm still winning. I must admit, Survivor. I'm, I'm slightly worried about Big Brother Canada three because Big Brother Canada two was amazing. They are they've got big shoes to fill. Like worryingly big shoes. Good TV. Is that yeah, what they like, want? Good TV. <laughs> they better find some yeah, good but like, TV. But by like week four or so, they always manage to like um, figure out the, the direction they want the season to go, and then then rig it accordingly, which is good rigging though. Like um, <laughs> I can't um, I can't imagine I can't imagine a season where like the final six is Rochelle in the big five, and then Rochelle goes in fifth or sixth. And then, for some reason, Kenny and Sarah are the top two, and Kenny wins. Yeah, but we were cruelly robbed of Ica and uh, <laughs> Ica and everybody uh, teaming up, though, weren't we? Imagine if Ica was I think like, top I, five. I think, Ica, I think Ica, in the grand scheme of Big Brother Canada 2, uh, uh, stands good as like a, um, a necessary early sacrifice sort of thing. Because like she she was the one who set the entire she was the one who set like um her shrine letters set the entire thing in motion set the entire change of the house in motion that was like accompanied by the Canada having her household. <laughs> so like I reckon without you know if I w- I gladly give up Ica to have like what we got for the season. Yeah, I mean <clears throat> Ica was a legendary character, and when they inevitably do Big Brother Canada All Stars, she will be back. I guarantee it, and if if for nothing else, to make her do a lesser training task again. I liked how she was openly disrespectful to Peter's face when he was doing the interviews. <laughs> In the same way that Katie Hopkins was openly disrespectful to Big Brother last night, which is hilarious. Mm. And, and made me laugh a lot, because she was just going, no, I'm not going to follow your rules. But that's a subject for another podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> You know what the one thing that really annoys me about the Masonry is Canada despite staying within the same country? What's that? It, it's hearing non-stop after two seasons. 
seasons of which teams could be all-star. Two seasons into the freaking Canadian series here, can we at least wait at least two more before we... Well, as I did point out during the Canadian podcast, as far as I know, Canada has got the license for at least five seasons. So it's very likely that we will see four Canadian seasons and an All-Stars unless they decide to... Well, when they decide to pick up the license again uh, and then delay it. But you can have a license, but you don't necessarily have to make seasons, as we've seen over here. As we've seen in France as well, because France was actually purchased as two seasons. And we've not seen... that never happened. Yeah, we've only seen one of them. But my experience of Amazing Race France... Great success. Yes. That was actually quite a good season, Amazing Race France as well. Um, But, I mean, with all the uh, prizes that Amazing Race Canada was giving out, with the exception, of course, of the last one, were, like, international flights. Because we had any South American destination, Hong Kong, China, Tokyo, any sun destination, Mexico, Europe twice, Italy... Uh, and then a Canada one, which... But did they get a Snapple? Is a bit <laughs> no, they didn't. I'm really disappointed. I'm I think not. Mallory's face screen cap. Exactly. As soon as Logan covers it, I'll... Or a Snapple. I'll put it into uh, an overlay. Um, so is that all we've got to discuss about the season? Yeah, uh, well, we've not done, done the legs, really. We just talked about how awesome the teams were. Can we just ignore the maritime legs, including a trip to Dairy Queen, of all things? <laughs> I do have in my notes, legs at 10 and 11 after the roadblock in Prince Edward Island were let down, especially after Montreal. At least uh, John fit in with the gingers then. Uh, ha- hashtag Suki and Ginger. Prince Edward Island there with uh, Grizzle. Yeah, hashtag Suki and Ginger. I liked a lot of the early legs. Like the first leg was, uh, especially coming off twenty four, yep. that was pretty Suki. amazing. How like everyone, like everyone was, you know, high energy, loved the race. Even Charlotte and Abila, like they had the most miserable time ever, but like they still managed to be, they still managed to be wildly entertaining and, and you know, pretty enthusiastic for a team that was destined to cut leap for comfort, like, come last in the first leg. But still. And, and can I just point out our most accurate prediction of any season was Charlotte and Abila going out first. We said that they would be number one out, and we were correct. Yeah, but we only done four predictions. <laughs> and we didn't really waver from that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think we've ever been as brutally accurate as with Jala and Nabila. Hello again, Eamon, by the way. Hello, welcome uh, back. Oh, no, I think me, me, and Mich- me and Michelle like, uh, predicted the final three, didn't we? For Amazing Race Australia? Oh. The models. I don't. No, I don't we think predicted, we predicted like who the final three would be. Like I think we had we had yeah. Sally and Tyson in there. We had uh, Daniel and Ryan in there. And I think we were tossed between. Uh, um, actually, yeah, I'm not sure what predictions we'll have to, we'll have to, we'll have to go back. There, to, but... I, d- I don't remember uh, you getting uh, Ashley and Jared as part of the final three. I think you got the other two. Yeah, yeah we got the other two. We who the third was. I think we had Elizabeth Todd, and we might have had Emily and Jono in there somewhere. I think I can't remember what exactly our predictions were, but like, yeah. Ah, oh, Elizabeth and Todd. I can't wait to talk about them. <laughs> mm. 
So is there much to discuss about the Canada legs? Because we know we're awesome. They went to... How many, how many countries did they go to besides Canada? Two. Well, hmm, kind of. Two and a half. Depends whether Hong you Kong, count... Hong Kong, Canada, France? Uh, yeah, depends whether you count Hong Kong as a separate country like I do or whether you count it as part of China. Because technically it's a constituent country of China in the same way that... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Northern, Northern Ireland being... Uh, but, no, sorry, it's an overseas... I can't remember the exact term. I think it's overseas territory. I'll have to give a look. I'm glad we got to see Macau Tower. <laughs> yeah, as, as I did... Or Canada. It's in history. As, as I did put in my, um, my notes, the most visited route marker of any Amazing Race ever, I think. It's got to be up there. What about the Marina Bay Sands Resort? I think Macau Tower has been in more seasons that or had more route markers than Marina Bay Sands. Okay. Hong Kong is a special administrative region of China below. So technically, it's a separate country, but owned by China. Fact. So, shall we move on to the protests? Yeah. Shall we move on to the uh, the glorious Australia Three? Oh yes. Hello, Amy. Or we can move on to, or we can move on to the slightly hey, more average Australia three. Yeah. The sound to talk to us Yeah. yeah. Okay. We, we brought, brought you Just back for Australia. Just in time. <laughs> uh, Just in so, time. So it's quite Ben coming two years off a season considered by by many to be a magnus opus tar season. Season three of the Australian tar series was somewhat of a letdown. Once again, there were great characters in it. Ben, the first foreign version of Amazing Race to visit every inhabitable continent, and the first overall since season five of the US version. But the season overall was hampered by a port boot order, simple tasks with no difficulty curve. All the most interesting and biggest characters turning out to be from New Zealand, with all gone before the final three, and greater nights of a team who stuck around the entire race. And bear in mind, this was written before Jared started attacking Ben. Uh, considered good by most viewers, it did place a whole 3.4 points ahead of all stars. Uh, it was not as good as the previous season, 8 out of 10. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Uh, I love how... <laughs> that, was, that was like really fast introductions, and then I was like, Okay. Well, t- to be fair, you should... <laughs> yeah. To be fair, if you were watching uh, Major Race twenty four seven, you probably would have read that about a week ago, Eamon, So, <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't. Sorry but about that. Apologize to Ben. He wrote it. I just copied and pasted mm-hmm. it a couple of days ago. <laughs> Anyone wants peanuts? I have some peanuts over here. <laughs> I don't want. I was, I was so hungry. I need to eat peanuts. You were so hungry. <laughs> I just get back from work. Okay. <laughs> and we're mocking gaming again. <laughs> so, Michelle, are you, I'm not sure what the situation between uh, you is, but are you able to discuss like a bunch of the stuff, that, like production stuff that went on before the season that we didn't really discuss in the previous podcast? Um, okay. Well, if what do you want to know what happened with casting and why it was delayed two years and all that sort of stuff? All the juice. No, we want to know, uh, Michelle. We want to know why are you not in this in this season? Why I'm not in this season? Because well, you know what? I don't know whether I could have been in this season. It changed production people, and what Active was going to initially do it, and then Channel Seven, I don't think wanted to go with Active because. It's quite a big production and it's quite expensive and I think Channel 7 wanted to try it in-house. And so all the people they had um, 
you know, put down uh, for being maybe good for the race, uh, they were all contacted again when they did it the second time, when Seven did it. So Seven Casting uh, contacted those people again and asked them if they wanted to update their original application from a year and a half mm -hmm. before or just um, keep it as it is. So, you know what, I think because they changed it and went to five teams from New Zealand, five teams from Australia, it narrowed down the field with Australia significantly and who they could have. And I think I, I think they just wanted something that would be cheaper and could share the cost with New Zealand, which they did. And it was just easier for Channel 7 to run with that than to run with Active, mm. which is a pity because Active won the International Emmy for Season 2. They're just so professional. They know what works and what doesn't. And they've done a lot of the, you know, the, the tasks before on the Asian seasons. So it's a, bit, it's a bit frustrating that they weren't allowed to do Season 3. And, you know, if there is another season, hopefully um, they get to take a part in it this time. Probably the best thing that could have possibly happened for Amazing Race Camp, uh, Amazing Race Australia three, was Big Adventure sucking so much. Because Correct. if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, Big Adventure went very very much lower than Australia three did. They did. I think they had the way it was told to people. It was going to be like a cross between Survivor. And and some other adventure show, but it it didn't hold her evicted or sent off the island. They uh, it wasn't very fair, and the uh, public saw that and you know didn't take to it. Yeah, more importantly, really they did, they didn't actually tell us what was going to be happening. They were like, oh, you've got to watch to find out the rules, but why? Why not tell us the rules and make us interested? Mm -hmm. And then it was strange that one of the rules changed um, and it, it felt like they were trying to keep somebody in so they changed the rules just for that week. So that was just really bizarre. And, you know, having having that fail is good because, you know, that was going to come back because it's a lot cheaper to produce than Amazing Race. But the, the big I'm problem still, with I'm Channel 7 is that yeah. they, they don't put it on at the right time. You know, season two and season one, they had on at an earlier time slot. It rated really well, got a million viewers, which is the the big number over here that you should have for a, a high rating show. And they kept putting it on later, and the the viewers diminish, and they don't. Well, they may maybe they do understand, but I don't think they understand what they're doing. They're just wrecking the show by putting it on so late. Basically, they had no they had no faith in, in their show doing well, so they basically tried to move it around as much as possible to avoid going against, any, against anything. Also, in doing double episodes, we missed getting to see Grant Bowler stroke a cheetah. Which is only had in New Zealand. <laughs> really? Yeah, at the start, you know how they merged a couple of the episodes and made them two hours? Yes. Um, at the start of the first Russia leg, when that aired in New Zealand, 
Grant introduced the Nankuza uh, watering hole, but he was stroking a cheetah cub at the time. Oh, <laughs> it's like yeah. the most, it's the most badass introduction to a, a uh, pit star ever, and they decided to not air it in Australia. <laughs> I wish I could f- find it and have it screen capped actually, but uh, I think I think it was posted on Reddit actually. The um, it's like a separate minute and a half video of the introduction to the Nankuza watering hole. I'll see if I can uh, dig it out. Is it on Netflix uh, Premium Gold Plus by uh, any chance? <laughs> no, that's just the uh, that's just the episode with uh, Tim and TJ having to uh, climb a slippery pole. <laughs> I see. Netflix Premium whatever. Ava does not understand that. <laughs> it was so, it was so funny that everybody fallen to that like. Uh, yeah, it was. That's <laughs> <laughs> really crazy. Oh, greatest <laughs> hoax ever. Yeah, we are. We are gonna have oh, to check in 2015, and I don't know how. Go on. Uh, probably can't. Anyway, what I also had to have to add is like the the fact that they themed it Australia versus New Zealand was like that was pretty detrimental to itself because like, well. Reality television shows, you know, like Amazing Race, Big Brother, Survivor, they're all about... Th- those big three are the one where you basically take a bunch of teams that represent people from walks of life. But, like, if you're doing a thing to Australia, all, all you're doing is basically getting a bunch of Australian... A, a bunch of teams from Australia that people think about Australians and a teams, bunch of teams from New Zealanders that people think think about New Zealanders. Like, ah, like, oh, my legs! the difference. Ah, my legs! Because, like, you know, uh, what else was there to say? Because, like, I, I, you know, it's how many, like, I'm trying to think of the right words for this, but how many, um, how many not white, not straight people have been cast on Amazing Race Australia? Out of the, out of the, like, 60, uh, how many people have been, how many people have been cast from Australia or, or New Zealand? Well, 20,000 20, went for the, uh, I think, season two or season three. Uh, how many have been cast on the show? How many raced? Uh, how, many people, how many people have raced in Australia? 11 and 11, 22, 27. Yeah, from Australia, 27 teams. 27 teams. So 54. So 60, plus, plus New Zealanders as well, because it's, you know, yeah, our, so our season, their country, so our, our, our country, our season, total. they're just... So, so out of 64 of them, how many, like, you didn't really get that, you got, like, a sort of minor cross-section of, pe- of people, but it's sort of, like, it wasn't really that adventure as adventurous as it could have been, and with this season, it was even less adventurous, because you got, like, like, probably the most diverse, diverse person in the season was Sally, because, you know, but, like, you know, how many, like, I, you know, I, as the to- as the token gay person of this podcast, I just want to point out how many pe- how many gay people were cast in Amazing Race Canada season two. Uh, about four. Seven. S- seven was it? Bloody hell! Oh, yeah, Lauren, was... Laura and Jackie, Rex and Bob, Ryan and Ro- Ryan and Rob, and the jury is still out on Cormac. <laughs> six and a half. Six and a half. Hmm. And like compare that compare that to like um like even Amazing Race Asia casted a gay team like twice like there's Howard and Saran and 
what's his face? What's the face in Fuzzy? Adrian Fuzzy. Yeah, Adrian Fuzzy. Like compared to Australia, where like it, there's been like none really at all. Logan, right. have you have you worked out whether uh, what gender Adrian Fuzzy are yet? Uh, oh, that's a topic for another. <laughs> I'm still embarrassed by about that to this day. I told you. Oh. One of my favorite running jokes from uh, Logan's blogs about that season. <laughs> it's just like in like in modern in modern day like television, there is not really that much representation for you know. Say a like um, eighteen year eighteen year old gay boy who who lives in Lismore, but like it's like <laughs> that, there have that, been like um there have been like four there's been like five I probably say about five gay people who have been cast in Big Brother since it got revived, and one of them was a huge see you next Tuesday. Oh god! One of them was an off like this doughy man child. The other was a whiny quitter. One of them was Tully. Which you know, Michelle knows. Me and Michelle, we've we experienced, so you don't need to experience her. <laughs> and then there's Jason, who has basically got the most one-dimensional edit ever. So it's like, and then to and then it's like to have that and to have that come from a from a series in a country like, you know, I don't know if you know this, but like we were the Australia was like the first country in the world to ever have like a gay, gay rights movement. I think it was like really early on, way before the US or the UK did anything about it. Because like we had all this stuff in Brisbane about like um and then to have like to go, to be in 2015 and or 2014 and to have like an entire demographic of people who live in Australia who are their ever present ignored is just sort of like well why why would I why do I want to watch you if you're never gonna if you're not gonna represent me most importantly so then Australia did have the first ever season the or ever English language season of the mole true. I discovered. I only discovered. I discovered that recent. I you know discovered discover that recently. It's like, you know, it's pre- pretty pretty awesome that we were the first. We were the first. We we predated Survivor Borneo. That's that's how early we were. Mm. And yet, yeah. Yeah, and yet uh, they so badly screwed up their revival of the mall. Yeah. Still annoyed about that. Uh, still, yeah. oh. still, absolutely. Uh, Debating whether that person was the mole or not. So I don't we need a, we need like a new, we need a new free to air channel that like doesn't that doesn't have doesn't you know, that's not run by it's not run by like the um that's not held hostage by my kitchen rules that doesn't suck like nine does and it's not run by Gina Reinhardt like ten is so these words mean nothing to you if you're not Australian so yeah that was all pretty much here. <laughs> Ah, my legs. So should we actually talk about... Yeah, let's talk about the season now. Let's not talk about me, you know, whining about how suck, how much Australia sucks at casting people. So, uh, <laughs> let's talk about the I legs. Like Jono. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like Jono. To quote Jono, let's talk about the legs. <laughs> <laughs> So, firstly, the good points. Uh, all six inhabitable continents visited the welcome return of the salvage pass and actually in an appropriate place. A fast forward that didn't guarantee a leg win. Uh, an intersection that is as random as the previous Australian ones. Uh, not having a guaranteed non-elimination as the first leg, which probably uh, 
quite pleased Logan, and most of the Kiwi teams. They were all the positives. Sadly, Australia 3 does have a, a couple of negatives. Like the really, really bad boot order. Like the really, really bad boot order. Like the fact that we were robbed, robbed of Elizabeth and Todd. Yes, God. Oh, yeah. With both her an astronaut and treachery. An astronaut. She went to the moon, by the way. Yeah, can I just point out, both of those screen caps are from episode one, not even from their boot episode. Yeah, in that episode, they went into overdrive. <laughs> it's like, everyone got so paranoid about them, it was hilarious. <laughs> can't t- we can't trust that Elizabeth, she's treacherous, she's old, or whatever. Old age and treachery will always win out, better. Yeah, but <laughs> really, if the others are so stupid to think that she went to the moon twice... They deserve to think she's treacherous. Like, really? Ridiculous. The best. best Maybe she just was in the honeymooners, was quoting the honeymooners. My favourite thing about this whole. She's on her third husband, like Missy. (laughs) That's a sticky situation. The. the best thing about this whole Elizabeth thing is that the first team that we see saying, oh, Elizabeth went to the moon, is Carla and Herity. The team that is basically our one last hope of not having a dull final three are the first team that say, oh, Elizabeth went to the moon. She was one of the first female astronauts. Uh, (laughs) It must be a a cultural thing, because, like, you know... um, I, this is a, going on a completely different reality show that, that I doubt any of you have watched, but um, when you um, you don't really really ever see Australians on like other reality shows. It's not like something people you know clamour for. Oh, we want to see Australians on a US TV show, but like on the rare instances that happen, it's like it's pretty obvious that like um, there is a lot of cultural difference because uh, Australians are Australian sense of humour in general are very like deadpan and sarcastic because like. Um, <laughs> Because you could, like, you can, um, you can have, a, you can have, like, um, okay, RuPaul's Drag Race season six, Courtney Act. She was a Australian, Australian superstar. She was on the season, and then she got, like, um, she got, a, she got, like, um, she said a bunch of things that, you know, I, la- I laugh at. I think of Michelle Hurd, and she'd laugh at her too. But like, everyone took offense at, oh, how could she say that? That's so rude. And so, like, um, oh, it's just. But she was obviously just being sarcastic, but nobody picked up on it because it's just like a cultural thing where, you know. People don't really get that Australia's Australian humor is heavily bridled in like sarcasm and like um and like uh, flat a flat and basically just flat out insults that aren't actually meaning anything. So like um I think uh, that like, like jokes that jokes that like um jokes that we tell like the I'm kidding after the I'm kidding is implied. Yeah, I think sarcasm is quite a British trait that Australia has inherited. <coughs> Because we are quite a sarcastic nation as well. Yeah. Whereas uh, the Americans probably aren't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From my experience of them. So the two major negative points that I have about this season. Number one, the speed bump. Why? Why not just keep Hold it? <laughs> uh, I, I hate on. the speed bump. I hate it. Mike, Mike. What? 
Hold on. I only hate I hate it because um, it gave more it gave more screen time to Ash and Jared. Oh, go go, Eamon, Sorry. <laughs> yeah. When I when I look at the picture that you put uh, on the screen, it's like Todd looks like Ed Sheeran. Oh. Yeah. That's all. That's all. That's, that's all I want to say. Eamon, <laughs> thank you for thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about that right now. <laughs> Random stuff. Okay, continue. But with the CD up there, please don't challenge me on Ed Sheeran references. Ah, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, Ed Sheeran, okay. Yeah. So, number one, why the speed bump? Why, 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 why? Why? Why not just eliminate them? What was the speed The speed bump was tying a tie. It's, Jump again. It is probably, in my opinion, the second most pointless speed bump. Any guesses on the first? Sitting on an ice chair? No, that's up there. There's Serving a, tea? There's a better one, though. Sonobus? <laughs> no, the Sonobus was one. <laughs> it was, of course, untying a knot. Untying a knot? <laughs> Why are they there again? Because they were the recipients of that, sp- <laughs> that speed bump. <laughs> oh, God. You said that. I Come on, guys, I'm trying to bait you into mentioning Bill and Kathy again. You set up your own, you set up your speed speed bump, you talked about the speed bump, said which one was worse, then you mentioned the untie or not, and then Bill and Kathy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, if we talk about Bill and Kathy, they were Let's move on to Sally and Tyson, who are also bodybuilders. Oh, yeah, bodybuilders always getting pissed. Like, pissed. Bodybuilders. Always needing to go to the toilet. Yes. Yeah. With Sally Always just looking dejected on the stairs. <laughs> Luckily, it had to be real Celsius weather, otherwise it would have frozen. Yeah, exactly. I was going to mention that. that it, he should have go, shouldn't have gone outside in Russia because, you know, quite dangerous as we found out on hashtag Malaysian asks. Yeah. What, what, what? It's not a time yet. You need a Malaysian ask to let you know that Russia was dangerous? No, the the first ever Malaysian asks was Eamon asking whether your piss freeze is at minus 40 degrees C. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like... Well, it's a, it's a legit question. Gordon to know. do it outside, I don't it think. Is. I think yeah. try and find somewhere. He's a bit private like that, Tyson. Also... No, yeah. well, wait, wait, Mike, Michelle, because, you know... You know why he's a little bit private? Because he's a bodybuilder. You know what they say about bodybuilders? You're about to no. tell me. Okay, so I'm not going to say that here, but that was just, yeah. Look, Ben's basically said yeah. the worst word in the English language. I, 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 I don't think anything's out of the question today. <laughs> like, I just hope you understand what I'm trying to say. I'll spell that out next time. I won't say it. No, no, no. Don't say anything. <laughs> I said I won't say it. I'm scared of you already. <laughs> we, we do have a, an amazing race Australia related question uh, from Linda as well. Yeah. I just, right. I just find it, I just need to load it up. Uh, Imagine if Tyson had to have a bathroom break in a really, like, I don't know, a really serious location, like, I don't know, maybe Auschwitz. like the Sphinx in Egypt if he suddenly had to go to the bathroom there. That would just be that would be pretty offensive and I love that Ben's first reaction to a really serious location. It would make Tyson it TV. pissing in Auschwitz. 
All right, are you going to read the question, Michael? I am, yes. Uh, speaking of underwear, if you were a contestant, would you wear comfy undies or fancy ones like the girls from Amazing Race Australia wore? I'm thinking of the challenge where the teams were in Russia and had to fill a big tub with water and build a fire and then strip down and sit in the hot tub. Both girls had frilly little underwear, which I think must have been very uncomfortable. Long. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I think this is an answer for me because I think all you guys would probably have yeah, boxes on or something. Sp speaking personally, I would wear skimpy. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, for the... Okay, all right. I don't wear, like, normal undies. I wear G-strings. So, oh. when I buy... Say that again. When I do my racing and I have to... Oh, would you shut up? Listen, when I do my races... <laughs> I was just thinking, like... This, okay. I'm going to be you. Okay. All right. Maturity. Maturity would be good. Okay. So I take along like some bike pants and I wear bike pants underneath because I never wear just that to go into the water. So to answer Linda's question, I would always have a little pair of bike pants in my bag or something that I'd put on over the top. Or I'd have my swimmers on all day. But being in Russia, you probably wouldn't have your swimmers on. So, um, yeah. <laughs> and now I have to hope that Eamon has a Malaysian ass question about underwear. <laughs> nah, it's, it's probably going to offend Michelle. Nah. Oh, come on. If that is what we do. Nah, like, what kind of G-string do you wear? <laughs> what do you mean? Fine. Fine. <laughs> Oh, Eamon, I miss you. <laughs> Look at Ben's face. <laughs> yeah, okay. Do you have a little... Oh, oh, no, forget about that. I need my peanuts. Anyone want? <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is practical over, practical over appearance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, also, now that we're back on topic to Major Race Australia and underwear, um, another or my other negative: double express pass. Why? Because everyone else is doing it. I, I've gone on record with Canada and Major Race Twenty Four of hating this twist. I hate it. It's pointless. It adds nothing to the viewers and merely saves Caroline and Jennifer. Yeah, but like it, it paid immediate, it paid immediate dividends the first time in the in the show. So I understand why they want to keep it. Yeah, do it as a one-off. Keep them on the toes. Keep adding different twists as the first leg prize. Yeah, but there could have been there could have there's they they probably obviously saw more potential in it, like in the US one at least, because like the first the first time the twist was ever used, it resulted in it being given away prematurely, and the and the team who won it going on having like a race-long meltdown and not even using it. So I can see why they want to use it again. Since then, it's only been really good in uh, both Amazing Race Canada seasons because same thing pretty much happened in the first Canadian season where a team had a big blunder in the same way as Anders and Jessica did. Spoiler. And then in this second Canadian one, you have uh, Pierre and the Michels uh, uh, using that to increase their villainous nature and... Uh, 
completely fooling the hockey heroes. <laughs> Listen, we do not refer to them as the hockey heroes. I will. I'll, I'll refer to them as the hockey heroes from here on in. <laughs> <laughs> the edit was shoved down our throat, especially in the the leg that was supposed to be respectful to Canada's history. Really? I thought you said you were, they were boring. Now, now you're saying they're being shoved down our throats? Which is what? it, Michael? No, in the intros, every single time they were referred to as hockey heroes, Natalie and Meg. They were, not, they were basically not seen on screen until they won the leg again, but they were just referred to as hockey heroes, Natalie and Meg. That sounds like that sounds awfully like it didn't happen at all. So I'm gonna assume you're making that up. Anyway, I, I'll I'll prove it. I've got my can we notes. Talk, can, we talk, can we talk? Can we talk about? Yeah, but you focus on weird things. Can we talk about? Can we talk about how awesome the New Zealander teams were this were this season? Yeah. Kat and Jesse. Yay! And, and I will Carla say. Kellen Henney. Kellen uh, and, and also, Major Revolution, Major Revolution, I don't actually mind John, John and Murray now. John and Murray? Yeah, they're both pretty uh, pretty uh, stellar <laughs> guys for the most part that uh, try to uh, revive Joe. No, <laughs> or uh, have the beer. Well, Elizabeth and Todd are basically honorary Kiwis anyway, aren't they? Yeah, they might as well be. In terms of teams we like. Hmm. But, um, yeah, Kat and Jesse were absolutely screwed by that physical leg in Dubrovnik, which is... The Kiwi one inside one. all of us. So, yeah, exactly. There is literally a Kiwi inside me. Use <laughs> 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 lubricant. <laughs> ben, you have um, to take it the horrible way. <laughs> I think... Um, I'm going to avoid a character... <laughs> but I did like Emily and Jono, and they weren't New Zealanders, and they were vilified oh, for Jono was for being, you know, so uh, I don't know, wussy. They called him wussy for not mm, running. Yeah. For a challenge. Wussy. Yeah, but if 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 it hasn't if it hasn't been obvious, so far, the casual fans suck. So. <laughs> Yeah. How did Tyson lose to a bunch of Kiwis in a in a game of tug of war? That always mystified me. Because the Kiwis le- used the correct strategy. But, mm. Especially with a pair of rugby players. Because, I mean, John and Murray won't have been light. They will have been quite muscly as well. Knowing rugby players. No, you just have to stand still in a tug of war and let the other team tie themselves out. Yeah, I mean, they the Australians went for the completely wrong tactic. Although I would have liked to see what had happened if the tug of war went on so long that they missed one of the flights to Alice Springs uh, from Alice Springs. <laughs> oh, like the Survivor Guatemala tug of war task or yeah, challenge? Exactly. <laughs> Mine is it... Bobby John's crazy eyes. Make it last as long as the uh, original Trek in Survivor Guatemala. I didn't like it because it stopped the start of the season of everyone running off. Yeah. You only had the New Zealanders running off and then they didn't really need to run because they're all the New Zealanders together. So it it just took away from the adrenaline rush that the start is supposed to be. I think... Don't tell me your team can't anyway. 
I think if they did it again, they probably wouldn't do it at the start line. They'd spread it a couple of times through the season. Because, I mean, leg six was the very last time they could have really done it and guaranteed that there would have been at least one team from each nation. Yeah. It was, it was really like a, it was kind of like a, like a really large intersection, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, I didn't... They didn't really do much of so... I didn't hate the nesting dolls task as much as I probably should have. It wasn't it was as somewhat confusing on screen. It wasn't as bad as I um, I was worried it was going to be. If nothing else, I think it was interesting because the um, the New Zealanders were just so clueless, weren't they? Well, yeah. the Aussies were clueless. Um, the New Zealanders were clueless in that doll task. Yeah. John and Mario. Yeah. Yeah, John yeah, because they didn't want to team up with anybody. Which is kind of the whole point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and John and Murray on that massage task, just being <laughs> annoying for no reason. Uh, do we have to talk about massage tasks yet? <laughs> yeah, let's save it. Let's save it for yeah. You know. <laughs> with, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> with my favorite screenshots of the year. <laughs> oh, girl! It brings me so much joy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Whatever, Brooke. <laughs> you are so hurtful. I'm like, you need to try that. Then you can know the pain is for you. No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> so it's really hurt. So have we got. Uh, much more to talk about with Australia. Um, well, we didn't really discuss like the team, the teams themselves. We just sort of like glazed over each one. Do we have favourites? Well, Inga and Tiana like gone. <laughs> Models are in and gone. I think I think <laughs> I speak for everyone. I think I think I speak for everyone when I say that the people's champions were Ashley and Jared. <laughs> yeah. Nearly without laughing. <laughs> Charlotte. <laughs> Say something. But <laughs> the score was in this season. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> Christy did look a lot like uh, Charlie, you're right. Mm. <laughs> ben is giggling. Like. Oh, that's probably because I put a picture of uh, Ashley and Jared on the screen and I'm not referring to it. Um, <laughs> My my favorite entire thing about uh, about Aston and Christie was the fact that Christie, for her, all three of her legs, just you know, told people to eat a dick. Every single time we saw her on screen, it was either eat a dick or eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> yeah, See the one very... that slept in too. the same. <laughs> um, John and Murray slept in uh, at the start of the second leg. Oh yeah, because they knew that there'd be an equalizer coming up and wanted the extra sleep anyway. Yeah, but I thought that Christy was complaining about sleep or something like that and saying that. Oh yeah, she was knackered. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but she was just from she was tired from just doing the normal race. Uh, she just yeah was really in trouble. And Eamon's uh, leaving us now apparently because he's got better yeah. things to do. Oh, bye. Did you have like 15 minutes to go? Oh, cool. I have to go to eat something. Uh, and I'm pretty hungry because I have a lot of time to be here. It's like just like almost finished. And you guys. Okay. I, was, I, I want to share with you guys, but you know, I can't. 
Bye. And I keep thinking about G-strings. No, no, no. I'm just, I, I want to talk to you, Sean. The G-string thing. At least... <laughs> Hold on. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Your, your legacy is going to be the phrase. Yeah, the I internet. Talk, I want to talk about Michelle. I want to talk to Michelle about her G-string thing. Shut up. Shut up, Mike. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Michelle. Like, your G-string thing. It's, um, yeah. It wasn't... Uh, <laughs> it was funny that you say you mentioned exactly, like, you then wear the underwear and then you wear G string. And I just can't I just can't stop thinking about that. Hey man, can this conversation be done on Facebook? I wear underwear, but it's a different kind. It's not like full underwear. But hey man, can this conversation be done on Facebook? If I have to do a task, I put bike pants over the top if it's a swimming task or something. Because, uh, um, because whatever. What? Whilst I this is quite an entertaining conversation, <laughs> it has deviated the podcast a tiny little bit. Ben and Logan. Look like, look like Ben. Look like first for me or something. Because I no yeah. did I ever think we were going to be talking about Michelle's underwear? Well, she's dead at, at first. That's it's most <laughs> like this, and I'm glad I'm not posting anymore. Eamon, right. <laughs> it's been real. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I have to go. So yeah, enjoy talking to you guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Amen. See ya. See ya, Amen. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Oh, right. Um, okay. Well, Daniel and Ryan, we haven't even talked about the winners. Nah. Not much to talk about, really. <laughs> I wish there wasn't. I wish there was more to talk about. But like, at some point in the race, they just sort of like lost their fa- lost that really really lost their favor because like. Um, well, they, they, I liked, I liked, I they knocked Emily and Jono out. Well, that was Jono's legs, but you know. Yeah, like they had, they were good at the start of at the start of the race when they were very like you know positive and had a few low key moments and you know it's very like very, they, were, they were nice. They weren't like they weren't didn't like set my world end for where I go, but like still they're just they're nice and like they're palatable all that clip. But then like at some point I think it was like. Uh, during Africa or after Thailand or so, or around that area when when the New Zealanders started dropping off, it's like um they they decided they oh we can't we can't be happy anymore we need to be competitive we need to we need to play the game and it's sort of like they just like they turn into bland strategy bots who always talk about the race and stuff and it's just like that's not what I want to watch I don't want to watch people talk about the race that's like I, if I want to if I want to talk about people endlessly talking they have nice hair at the end so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, at least I got a haircut. I don't know. Also, I have a theory on this. A major race candidate three will almost certainly use the head shave uh, fast forward. I'm very surprised we've not seen it yet. Or maybe, or maybe a variation like they did for this one. Yeah, I I think we're gonna get some sort of head shave in uh, major race candidate three. Mm. I'm frightened. <laughs> yeah, Logan, prepare for that. <laughs> I shall weep. <laughs> So, so should we talk about twenty five? Yep. See, does that we? Are you finished talking about Australia? Yeah. What was the what was the best leg of the season? Probably. Did you, any favorites? Oh. Um. Argentina was a decent leg. Argentina was better than I thought it was going to be. Argentina like red led, like led to the pretty bad final three though. Yeah, Namibia was Namibia was good, but could have been better because it. In terms of distance travelled, it wasn't huge. 
and also it cost us Emily and Jana. I liked Russia. I liked them in Russian. Yeah, it was the Russian Russian legs were pretty good. I mean, I I liked the intersection <laughs> because it reminded me oh. of a thought by RJ. Oh, is that the one with the inappropriate? Yes, that is the one with the inappropriate uh, ca camera works. And the one that, and one of the games on Fort Myard that causes the most cleavage shots. Of course. <laughs> My favourite was probably the uh, Portugal leg because even though I hate, even though I hate of Ashley and Jared, it's like still stop bloody sliding, stop bloody sliding. <laughs> like that was just like a, that was like an entire, that was like an entire leg meltdown just oh. for them. I wish they'd been eliminated, but still. Oh, why couldn't? So Why couldn't they have used the salvage pass? Ben, do you remember the song? Um, I remember, I remember the, the how it goes, but I don't remember what it's called. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's all I remember. The Fado. <laughs> yeah, Fado. Yeah. You were good at it. Yeah, I looked, I looked it up and like listened to it a few times before actually doing the podcast that week. <laughs> you practiced. Oh. My favorite thing about the the Australia season where Grand Buller fakes out the runner-up in third place prize money at the end. <laughs> where he starts by saying, you've won 100,000 uh, Virgin Air my points. Good for you guys. Also... <laughs> Yeah. I always like the pot, like $100,000. The one thing we didn't mention was... But he doesn't, he just replaces it with a grand or two, which I find highly amusing. Yeah, the one thing we didn't mention was Grand Bowler's happy face. We only saw it once. And his hair, his hair was a really weird He likes color. proposals. He's <laughs> a romantic fellow. The re reason I'm laughing at his hair is just purely because of Rant Bowler. Yeah. <laughs> What's Rambola for those who are uninformed? If, if you follow Amazing Race Australia and do not watch, uh, or do not follow Rambola on Twitter at Rambola or Grandbola without the G, it's amazing. He basically just tweeted along with the Amazing Race Australia seasons being bitchy about Grandbola. He was really funny. Yeah. Such as how will teams remember what the greeters were wearing when they were mesmerised by my hair? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says finale like a polo shirt. Ten, ten countries, 90,000 kilometres, over 400 containers of hair products and one incredible jump it comes off. It all comes down to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I love Rantbola. Rantbola was maybe my favourite thing in the... Uh, Entire season of Amazing Race Australia versus New Zealand. <laughs> so, shall we move on Which to... Which proposal was better? Um, I think Elena Nadre. Purely because... I like Elena... I prefer Elena Nadre too. Elena Nadre. Not only are their names much more fun to say, but also we have her reaction of her just screaming to Paris, I said yes! <laughs> Which as soon as she's I seen too many movies. Yeah, which as soon as I saw the episode title, I was like, Elaine's going to propose. And he kept it in a sock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but who didn't see who didn't see that coming though? Yeah, true. 
Also, Audrey. Yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I liked that they um. I liked. I actually. I followed a bit of spoilers while I was watching the season, but then I caught up. I. I did like that they like outlasted where people thought they placed. Like, wasn't the spoilers place that they'd be eliminated in France? Yeah, we. We thought they'd be sort of out a little bit earlier than they were. We didn't think they'd make it back to Canada. I can't remember exactly where we said they'd place, but I think it was about seventh ish. Hmm. Um, so it was a better proposal on selling Tyson's, though. Yeah, what, one thing we didn't talk about in Major Race Canada was Logan's Twitter feud with John Montgomery. Yes, that was fun. <laughs> the Ginger Rage. Yes, I got threatened with Ginger Rage by John Montgomery on Twitter. <laughs> Whilst you were doing that, I was getting Edison's fired. <laughs> Well, that's a good okay. tag team. Good tag team. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then four thousand people watching what Ben and Michelle were saying about Australia each week. Exactly. And occasionally, <laughs> and occasionally, even when he turned up. <laughs> so, should we move on to uh, our most recent season and the one that ranked highest in the poll? Uh, predictable but deserved. Blowing all efforts of amazing. Recency race. bias. <laughs> from the past several years out of the water. The season of everyone's favourite dirt-voiced surfer, con- controversial but palatable villains, uh, popular winners who cause certain people to become oh, incoherent with rage upon their victory, and an inspired and interesting route, basically everything that Major Race 24 lacked. 9.3 out, uh, 9.03 out of 10. How did that happen? No. I might have added the broken. Michael, you screwed up again. It's how is that yeah. possible? I know. How is that possible? <laughs> I know. I, do, I just like <laughs> I like bastardizing it just because it winds better for a little bit. <laughs> That's not. Uh, that was like a, what happened is better. How did that happen? Yeah. How is that possible? Uh, Our Jackson version. Of, I got no possibles. Yeah. I got no possibles. <laughs> uh, we're just being mean about Mark again, and it's nice. Uh, so, <laughs> should we start with the best leg? Because I don't think there's going to be any uh, real discussion on what this is. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be any um, intrigue about what my choice for the best leg is going to be. Norway? Yes, it was indeed Norway. It was indeed the Cups. Shocker, I know. Yeah, I love. <laughs> and I didn't laugh because of the pain. I laughed because who was... Who was doing that maniacal laugh Brooke. at her? Brooke. Brooke. Yeah. I laughed because of Brooke and what she was doing. I thought it was hysterical. Oh, easily my favourite task for a long while. I loved it. <laughs> because it was just so horrible. <laughs> they were just so... How is this horrible? Exactly. <laughs> They were just so horrible to everyone, and it was kind of hilarious. And in fact, I do have another eight screen caps of uh, the cup massage that I have not used yet. <laughs> yeah, completely, completely forgot <laughs> about the thing is that Everyone thought it was so abusive. <laughs> the team, <laughs> but it's just a normal thing. Indeed, it is. <laughs> I'm just going to leave Brooks. Yeah, there it is. I, I screen capped the entire task for Logan. Oh, because God, he did that's so funny. 
I like. I also like how it like for no reason it just reinforced the stereotype of uh, Asian masseuses talking shit about their customers in their in their native language. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> these foreigners have a low tolerance for pain, don't they? <laughs> I just I couldn't believe how how this task was a scrap uh, one that was not taken in. Please uh... me. Awesome, mm. it's going to be, and it's even better than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the only task where I've just sat there, not even made notes, just laughed throughout the entire you time. Were laughing at them, I was, I was indeed laughing at them, and I'm going to quickly make a Margie overlay and do this about five minutes too late, probably. Because I'm busy yeah, making. Because so I'm busy making a brook corner at the moment. <laughs> can we talk about how awesome the cast was this season? We can. <laughs> Except for Lisa and Michelle, can they stop, please? And my, and putting in matching pink blonde teams <laughs> or brunette teams that go out right at the beginning. What are you talking about? Lisa and Michelle are eleventh place goddesses. Oh my god! Seriously, <laughs> seriously. Huh? They, I'll say they were, they were probably they were at the bottom for me for the season, but they weren't the bottom. Like they were like, I'd just probably they say they're roughly interchangeable with Michael and Scott, if only because only because Lisa and Michelle didn't milk a sub story. Who who placed higher? Michael and Scott, the firefighters. Really? No, I mean in Ben's poll. In the actual... Oh, room. I don't know. L- and Michelle. <laughs> I thought... Really? Yeah, Michael... I live like, back like a tenth of a point, though. Michael and Scott were 42nd of 43, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least David and Connor were worse, apparently. Mm. Where's Logan gone, about that? Happy. So I'm happy with. Logan's disappeared. Oh, well. <laughs> I'd say, oh, well. <laughs> <clears throat> um, okay, I liked Adam and Bethany. Yes, I like Bethany with the millions of people around the world because yeah. I thought she was amazing with one arm and doing some of the things faster than the teams who had two arms. Ben, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> you liked Adam and Bethany. I don't, I don't like being looked down upon because I got one arm. <laughs> People, people look upon me and I think I can do things. How is that possible? Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I like her for the re- same reasons you do, Michelle, but I also like her for the same reason Michael does. So I'm not sure if Michael... Um, do you like them? I I like them in the grand scheme of things. They weren't my top team from a Razor Race 25. I like them because we... They were? No, they weren't. I like them... Oh, okay. I like them like I like a lot of teams where I can just mock them. I like them. I like them for both reasons because, like, um, I oh. reckon they they weren't that shoved down our throats, but they but um, when they were, it was just sort of like really silly because <laughs> Bethany has the deafest voice in the world. I I like it because we're allowed we're allowed to take the piss out of them, not for a reason that people would then call me so mean on the YouTube comments for. Yeah, but when. It's not about maliciousness, because, like, 
Exactly. Where like you can't you can't really deny that you know doing stuff with one arm and doing it well and winning a few legs in the process is pretty amazing. I mean, I I like the I like them in the same way that I like doing an impression of Mark. But at least Bethany was not involved in any uncomfortable situations with one of the most enthusiastic racers of all time. Suki and Jinder. Exactly. <laughs> I'd say I'd like I'd like to see uh, Suki and Jinder race in American season. <laughs> it would they would get you turned, I suspect. Purely for blocking the action. You know what? I'd probably rival the most enthusiastic racer of all time. If I ever got on, I would be stupid. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I've got hope for you being on Amazing Race Australia in the same way I've got hope for Logan being on Amazing Race Canada. Because if it happened, <laughs> if it happened, there would be no holds barred. You would not get any preferential treatment, and anything silly you would do would be mocked by me. <laughs> And you know what? And I've said so much on these podcasts about other people that I I fully expect it to be said about me. Oh, but Michelle, I would go I would back, watch them all, make notes of what it. you've said, and then oh. use it to put on screen, you know screen caps of you messing that up. That's exactly what would happen. <laughs> exactly what would happen, and I know that. And you are That's 100% true. correct. <laughs> <laughs> because I would happily do that same thing to Logan. <laughs> and he knows that. He okay. knows he would get the piss ripped out of him if he was ever on Amazing Race Canada and did something stupid. Yeah. Can I, <laughs> uh, can I talk about my favorite leg of the season? Isn't the Singapore leg? Yeah. It's actually the, uh, what's it called? Like, was, which, which country is it? Sweden? Finland? Norway? Um, Denmark. Denmark, Sweden. Close enough. Anyway. <laughs> Not really that close. It's in, the same, it's in the same area, but like, yeah. It just, it was like, a, as, as well as being a, decent, a well put together, like, leg of the race, it also actually man, it did manage to showcase a lot, it actually did manage to showcase the country they're living in as well as putting together a decent race, which, you know, most of the time they, can't, they can do one thing, but they can't do the other. Also, most of the time. they manage to balance perfectly. And. Humpy dogs. And let and every single team, every single team in the episode was every single team in the entire episode was like they were on their A game for the entire thing. They were like breaking down. They were fighting. They were um, do, they were like insanely positive for no reason. Like Adam Anthony, they were even, even Keith and Whitney, who you hate, were still great. And T and TJ were great as well. Just like it brought the it brought the great out of everyone, which I love I love about this that like. It doesn't even matter that there's no one eliminated that like. What did they do there? What did they do there? Okay, well the first yeah the first part of the leg was they had to um they had to drive an electric car through um f- from Denmark to Sweden and then like uh they'd have their meter over the bridge from Denmark to Sweden they had they have their meter read and then like um oh yeah and yeah, then yeah, if yeah. they managed to do it in under under a certain amount of gas uh, of of Feel well, then they'd um they get the clue immediately. But if they didn't have to do a trivia, uh, Scandinavian oh. trivia thing. Welcome back, and then the... Thank you. Oh, my internet completely disconnected. We're we're just talking about how if you ever made it on Amazing Race Canada, I would be ripping the piss out of you for anything you've said in the past. 
<laughs> Pretty much what I would. Yeah. Yeah, I'd expect to. I'd go back and get some of the best quotes from. Hey, a dog. Here and, then, and then put screen, cap, screen caps on there. Yeah, we were yeah, talking so about then, the, uh, uh, the Sweden Denmark, like. Where Phil got home. Yeah, so then, then, a, then a detour was like, you know, <laughs> assemble, assemble a parking space slash land room, which is really weird to me, even though I live in, I live in Lismore, was, if you know anything was, about Lismore. Yeah, that's a good one. And then there was the wedding cake task, which was like, you know, because obviously Keith and Whitney did it, so the editors got to throw a huge amount of shade at them again. <laughs> so, like, I can't, I, I, so, Ben, what like, are you they're, saying? They're not, they're not a boring... What you are saying is Whitney... Is never allowed to throw shade. When did I say that? <laughs> Sass! I have a screen cap for that. I don't know what you're getting at here. Anyway, um. Do you not remember yeah, when, then, they, when they checked in in, uh, in Scotland and Whitney just had that Sass face? That was the banner. I had it prepared for when you mentioned them. Okay. My dad would win the driving slow task portion of the Denmark leg. Yeah. And then, like, after, the, after that, which, you know, sometimes, sometimes they're never complete for, like, ever, like Jim and Misty, that they yeah, went to the restaurant, the roadblock was that to memorize orders, read them off the wall, include the numbers, and then... <laughs> oh, that was a pretty good... It was a pretty good, like, food, food porn sort of uh, task. And then I had to drive to the I had to drive to the end as well, and that provided entertainment as well because Shelley and Nisi, <laughs> oh that entire blow up, like because Shelley just or Shelley, whoever the mother was decided, no, nah, I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna let you know where the leg is because I want to be the leader. <laughs> oh, I mean, lovely. I know that I am in the minority on the podcast with not particularly enjoying Shelley and Nisi, but. That's because you're British and you have no soul. Yeah, pretty much. I'm not ginger. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, but you are British. So. Yeah, but British people have souls, ginger people do not. Get it right. Uh, but at least... Uh, at least we had that big blow-up that was pretty uh, amusing. Mm. Oh, dear. Yeah. I know. It was like a five-year-old. And then what? Oh wait, different blow up. It, it was indeed good TV. I'm not taking any. I'm not taking anything less than awesome for an answer because they are actually my favorite team of the season. So. <laughs> oh bad. <laughs> they made it halfway, and they made it halfway through the leg. And I think didn't me and Logan particularly be like second or third out? Yeah, you did. I believe Shelley Neesley and Tim and TJ were supposed to be 11th and 10th place for this season. Phil Kogan thought that Keithney would be out in 11th, and he wasn't too far off. Keithney. Was out before the Shelley and Nisi uh, mid-season train wreck. <laughs> but at the same time, Keithney was supposed to be Hayden and Cat until Hayden and Cat broke up. So, oh, well. it's not as if have we talked about things that Boston people do. We have. I care a lot more about Keithney than I like Hayden and Cat. So, <laughs> I, I am not a Cochrane fan. So any any and all attempts against his at. Against his life in the game was heavily endorsed by me. Ben, your opinion on Keith may disgust me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and your ability to come up with a, your inability to come up with a new line disgusts me. Oh, but it's it's funny. <laughs> All right. Um, so, can anyone besides the voices in your head? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are voices Just in my head. Just making sure. 
Uh, also, I wonder what Boston people think of Keith Me. <laughs> I wonder what Boston people think of a lot of things. I wonder what Boston people are doing right now. Probably doing Boston things at 7.39 in the morning. As you do. Yeah. You'll be disappointed to know that I've not actually got a screen cap of uh, Michael and Scott's ankle prepared. <laughs> oh, that was very purple. Yeah, it was. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. However, I do have a screen cap of the best task judge in a while. King of the Yoda-like sage advice. Worldly Yoda-like advice, was it? Yeah. Worldly Yoda-like advice it was, yeah. <laughs> God gave us knees. <laughs> <laughs> what the classic guy? I still say the Michael Jackson Filipino traffic cop was better than that guy. You mean the Michael Jackson Filipino traffic cop who I now have screen caps? Yes. Because I promised He work. had the craziest dance moves. <laughs> and he's directing traffic at the same time. I'm pretty sure. Whoa! <laughs> Wayne. Actually, actually, he might have. It's a world. I knew I, knew I recognised him from Sweat. He might have appeared on. Dutch Mole's visit to the Philippines last year. I'm pretty sure he was, actually. Just realize that. Yeah. How is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, who haven't we discussed yet? Kim and Ali, we haven't discussed. I like, I like them. I'll, I'll save the floor to anyone else who wants to speak about them. They would be awesome, and everyone should be. They are very, very active on social media. They retweet a lot and of obviously posts, very, they? very active. Uh, how do they have time for all that? How do they have time for social media and exercising all the time? How is that possible? Yeah. They do everything. Yeah, they, they retweeted a lot of your Except posts. Except surf. Yeah. That's because your hands are boring and lame. We're going <laughs> to dance outside of public to it. I am. We also haven't talked about uh, Brooke and Robbie much, aside from Brooke's facial reactions. Uh, I liked Brooke a lot of the time. I liked Robbie all the time, but Brooke was sort of like a bit too try-hardish and a lot of the time. But when she did get the right, when she got it right, she got it right. So <laughs> I think Robbie was like a roided up Seth Green. That's what I liked about him. That's what made everything ten times funnier that way. I think they were trying to be. New Suki and Jinder, but they probably weren't as well. They weren't as good. They weren't as entertaining. I don't at think all. we know who Suki and Jinder are, Michael. Much <laughs> to your uh, disappointment. We, we we've gone through my love of Suki and Jinder. I don't know. I didn't want them to win. I just thought they were. I don't. I had no idea. I just had an aura about them. I didn't want them to win. They just. Just With those that roll in the season to be the uh, damn I heels, think. heels, yes, the heels. Fun, Use proper, yeah, fun proper wrestling terms uh, then. Fun fact: Thank they you. are only the second team ever to actually be eliminated on the final leg of any Amazing Race. There's that team in Brazil, right? Yep, the Brazilian one who refused to eat two. Was it two kilos of smoked clams? I think. Two kilos? Yeah. Two it was kilos a... of a weird food? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm just Googling it now. Uh, where is it? That's like more than um, that to eat in that in that uh, like in in season seven. You know, the the four pounds of like cow beef, those yeah, like it, intestines. It was team at the market. Teams had to each eat two kilos of smoked clams. Fairly two kilos each. Yeah, fairly to complete this task would uh, would see the That's teams be disqualified. Yeah. I think only I could probably eat that much out of all the people that I know. If you've ever gone with me to an all-you-can-eat sushi place, uh, that's a that's a dangerous place to be. Yeah, the all-you-can-eat buffets are known as the Hamstone Challenge. I can eat two kilos of different kinds of food. Espe- I think es- I could. Especially like when if you had a buffet and said, like, yeah, especially when it's a buffet with roast meats. I will go back for a main course about three or four times with roast potatoes, with everything. Oh, I think powerful. Robbie could eat two kilos of McDonald's french fries when he's relaxed. Oh, I probably could actually. Or you could just wear them on his hair. It wouldn't look out of place. Jimmy <laughs> um, and Misty have also sort of skirted over a little bit. Not much to say, really. They're like the they're like every other like um, you know dominant aggressive aggressive dominant team, but sort of like less douchey. They did some really good write-ups online. They did after each episode aired, they would do like it would be it seemed like a short essay for each episode that uh, we didn't get to see on TV that we. Yeah, they they were pretty good at... And editors had a lot of it, especially Jim Statements over company. I pretty much said, or we all pretty much agreed that uh, they weren't as bad as they were made out to be. Although their phases are like a couple Their faces are like a public service announcement for plastic surgery, so... <laughs> Yeah, true. Um, like as much as much as you can, as much as you can, you know, uh, dig on Misty for the, for you know the the blonde and the lips and all that stuff. At least she looks like a human. Misty, our uh, Jim looks like. <laughs> uh, you know what? You know when a kid has like is like playing in the money, like makes a little thing. He tries to um sort of make a a human head out of clay, out of like the mud on the ground or like clay or something, but then the eyes that are always off. That it, there's no eyelids, they're just unblinking. I have to say that his uh, his smile is really forced in the cast shot. It's like it's like he's tense. Is it like a Herman yeah, Cain's They pay a lot of money for their teeth. They might as well show them off. <laughs> uh, so outside of the obvious choice of the uh, massage task, what other tasks were particularly good? The ponies. Um, yeah, the ponies were nice and sassy. The strange uh, puzzle and uh, and uh, rope uh, and the tightrope thing in the Morocco there in the Atlas Mountains. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was- oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> How am I supposed to do this with one arm? 
Um, I the think jump really, hole in I think... In Got the cable breaking yeah. on Jim in Singapore there. Uh, the, very, the very first roadblock. And we're still along with the crabs is uh, the crabs. Oh yeah, Jim the, and crabs. <laughs> the the first roadblock. Funnily enough, funnily enough, like um, <laughs> the fact that they were digging in hours for actual for something that was actually they were actually nowhere near. While the the one the teams in twenty in season twenty two they were digging for something that knew were there, but they like didn't actually look. <laughs> It makes it look like real. It makes them real like, look like real idiots now. In, in retrospect, uh, I mean, I guess they also they also they also added the graphics to like showing showing them where the treasure chests were to make them look like idiots too. But still, that that was quite Canadian though. The Ca- Canada was very good at doing that this year. Hmm. So should we get to some listener questions? Sure. Let's roll through them because it's almost yeah. midnight here. So. So, so we've got one from uh, Heather McDonald who says, since it was kind of brought up earlier, I'd like to hear your thoughts on Sean and Jen from Major Race Canada 2. I think they would have had a better edit had Sean not got her in the second leg, who liked them, who didn't. Uh, as I pointed out last night, they were our big miss of the year. We thought they were going to do quite well, actually. Hmm. So it was a disappointment to see um, them go out so early. Uh, they didn't really add much to the season. I like They probably like added a bit more than, Laura, let's say, Laura and Jackie, but they're better when their names were Cat and Jesse. So, well, yeah. Uh, I think they weren't there long enough to add much to the season. They were pretty good, though. But yeah, if they were, they're in the same amount. They're in the same amount of legs as Elizabeth and Todd. From from the. Didn't they almost get beat by Charlotte and Nabila on the first? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, yes, they first did. leg as well. Um, yeah, they. They very nearly made us get egg on our face by getting eliminated compared to Charlotte and Nabila. Who we were certain would get eliminated. I think Shonda is going to take a while to recover from that injury. Though. No, he still, even he's acting and he still comments in a state where he doesn't sound terribly happy about the whole incident. Yeah. It's almost it reminds me of the Russell Swan day when he was voted out of. Philippines after being from a medical evacuation, feeling like reality TV just completely screwed him over. Uh, one from Linda Pierce who says, what did you think of the final three, oops, I mean final four twist on Amazing Race 25 this season? How do you feel when an underdog wins over a fan favourite or strong team like Mickey and Pete or, uh, over Natalie and Megan or Amy and Maya over Jim Misty and Bethany and Adam? I mean... We called to Amy and Maya by like five, I think it was, when Jim was talking about no, it smells like shit. Uh, but I can't say I was heartbroken. I mean, I quite liked Misty and Jim. Didn't particularly like Natalie and Megan because they were a bit one-dimensional. And Mickey and Pete weren't. Well, yeah. <laughs> I would have rather Ryan and Rob one of the final three, but I wanted Suki and Jim to win. Yeah, we can't, we, can't, we can't handle this confrontation, man. You're harshing our mellow. Bro. Really? That's not one, that's not one dimensional. <laughs> uh, did we like the final anyway, one? Anyway, look, twist? I didn't actually. I did, yeah. I, th- I thought it was um, a nice I, was, I was fine with it because it, it saved Emmy and Maya. And, and to answer the other one, I had. I'm personally, I'm fine with uh, underdogs beating overdogs as long as the underdog are the more likable team. 
Like, oh, yeah. I mean, I was shocked when it happened, and I literally looked at the screen and went, <gasps> like a full minute before I could breathe or talk, because I just thought it was amazing that they'd been saved, and I, I wanted them to be saved, but I knew it was a non-elimination league, but yeah, got saved. Mm. I would have preferred to be a final. Yeah. Two on the final leg. Who doesn't copy that format with a final four at the end? Is amazing to me a bit. Well, then you'd probably have had Brooke and Robbie and Adam and Bethany in that case, which you know would have been awful. <laughs> um, yeah. So that would have been a strange final. showdown. Yeah, probably the final question this one. What do you think has been the best or favourite final challenge on any season or any version and the worst or lamest final challenge? I suspect I know where Logan's going to go. So. Roll call. <laughs> Major S12's the best, hands down. Yeah. I love 12, that's my favourite, and I'm partial to 9 as well. 16 Flags. was a terrible one and a waste of a final challenge. <laughs> Uh, there's worse though. Um, remember at Chicago when they had to eat a, eat a pizza, <laughs> eat a slice of pizza. Oh, the pizza, Freddy's, Freddy's uh, involvement with cosplay in that oh. moment with his Dungeons and Dragons net. How are you focusing oh, on that when you pizza. have when you have Adam Adam having a makedown? I ate, I only ate deep pan, Rebecca. <laughs> I miss Adam. Rebecca, they were legends. <laughs> oh, and the, and the, the final task of season, of season 10, we had to run down a street. <laughs> Take that, overweight mothers. <laughs> oh. um, well, I like 22. I like the, the giant ball task in the big like swimming pool where they had to pick out the globes of the countries they've been to. Yeah, that was another good one. Appropriately uh, <laughs> silly. <coughs> yeah. Appropriately yeah. ridiculous. 21 was another good one, if horrendously mean. Like, maybe the meanest challenge they've done for a long while. You mean no other task has accidentally assaulted one of the members? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um... We've actually got another couple of questions which I need to load up now. Um, from Heather, again, who says, what's the worst thing someone has said to their teammate? Was it Kelly when she said Ron got out of the war by being a POW because he had commitment issues? Um, I'd say probably say anything Jonathan said to Victoria. <laughs> yeah, I was going to go yeah, with Jonathan. Anything, anything, anything Edwin said to Monica. Um, what else? I think Jonathan just takes the cake. Yeah. <laughs> and we yeah. will actually finish with a, a question from Eric. Going back to Nicole, do you admire her for not quitting on the roadblock, even though she was tired from biking up the hill and back? Or would it be best for her to quit and take the penalty and save some of her energy? Um, well, I, I remember working out that she did basically a marathon. 
So, yeah, probably. It would have been funnier if the hashtag was always give up, Nicole. <laughs> yeah, just, just give up and quit, Nicole. Just save all of us some time of running up and down with you. Save the footage, the camera operator and sound operator. We've just been working too hard all day. Just pack her in, man. Just pack that her in. Was... It's game over. <laughs> it was so brutal. The poor woman. I was like, oh, come on. Just get there. Do it. Finish it. Uh, and on that note, <laughs> thank you very much for watching. If you had to do that task, he'd be out there just as long. Uh, I can't wait. Is that one eye, Jill? Is that it for 2014? Yeah. I, I referenced so. the William Tell task. <laughs> so. Thank you very much for watching and listening. You can join us in early February for our preview of Amazing Race 26, or as it shall be known, the Amazing Race 6 Redux. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, or even if you didn't, please give us a like on YouTube. And if you want to see what we're rambling about this week, our Twitters are in the description down below. Thank you again. Did we, oh, goodbye. Did we just do 50 Ta-da! hours Bye. of footage in two and a half hours? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Bye, internet. <laughs>